0: You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Grow Oklahoma podcast show, where we connect the dots and explore the gateway to research in Oklahoma. I'm your host, Mo, and I'm an assistant professor of pharmacy, and I'm also one of the um, co directors of the Tracking and Evaluation Corps of the Oklahoma Shared Clinical and Translational Resources. Today we have two special guests, you'll be seeing them a lot on the show, and they'll be joining me today to discuss the resources and opportunities available to researchers in our wonderful state of Oklahoma. Please welcome Dr. Janice Campbell and Ms. Nicole Holmes. Both members of the same core within the OSCTL. thank you both for being here today. Let's begin by sharing a bit about yourselves, your positions in the university, and length of time, starting with Dr. Campbell. Okay, thank you, Mo. Um, I am Janice Campbell. I'm a professor of epidemiology
1: in the, the University of Oklahoma in the Department, uh, our in the College of Public Health, That's in College of Public Health, in the Department of Biostatistics and Epidemiology. Uh, and I've been doing that at Oklahoma for about 15 years.
0: Ms. Nicole Holmes.
2: I'm Nicole Holmes, and I've been on campus for a little over 17 years. Um, I started an ORA and have kind of done a little bit of everything, all research related, and I've been at the OSCTR as the serving as the Evaluation Coordinator since
0: 2014. So you know where all the bodies are buried?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, thank you both. Let's start with Dr. Campbell. As a researcher, could you shed some light on the contributions made by Oklahoma's research community in your field. Certainly.
1: So, Oklahoma has a really vibrant research community that has substantial contributions to clinical and translational research, and from pioneering really amazing medical devices to groundbreaking discoveries in precision medicine, our researchers had a significant impact on healthcare
0: advancements, particularly in Oklahoma. I agree. Ms. Holmes, as someone who has supported CTR, which is clinical and transitional research in Oklahoma, are you able to share some success stories? And I think that you've had such a robust repertoire, you know, experiences as well.
2: Uh, yes, especially through the OSBTR, we've had several uh, of our junior uh, pilot award grant awardees that have gone on to um, receive additional NIH funding. We have the clinical research data warehouse um, some other things, but I wanted to mention Dr. Judith James, our mm-hmm. PI, yeah. was just inducted into the Oklahoma, Oklahoma
0: Hall of Fame. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so lots
2: of things have come out.
0: And you all get to hear more of this as we bring in more guests. Well, it's actually very inspiring to see the innovation and impact coming out of Oklahoma. Now, let's move on to some of the challenges faced by researchers. Dr. Kamba, what are some common challenges that you think researchers have encountered when seeking resources and support for their projects.
1: Well, I think one of the main uh, challenges that, that researchers often face is, of course, accessing funding. Um, it's very difficult to access funding. It's a, it's difficult to write the grant, and it's difficult to get um, to get feedback on on the grants that you have written and to really make them shine. But navigating the complex uh, regulatory process is another thing um, that can that can really stall research. Additionally, connecting with the right collaborators and forming interdisciplinary teams can be a hurdle. Um, it, it, these days, with, with in particular with CTR research, you have to have a, a, a study team to really understand the complex nature of, of a lot of these uh, research studies. So these challenges can be the progress of research projects, they limit the potential impact
0: so, true. as an early career investigator, I can definitely note to that. Finding the right people and putting your team together um, certainly has a lot to consider. Uh, Ms. Holmes, could you elaborate more on resources and support Absolutely. available for researchers in Oklahoma?
2: Yes, Oklahoma offers a wealth of resources to support researchers. We have state-of-the-art facilities, cutting-edge technologies, and a network of experts across various disciplines. There are also funding opportunities and grants that are specifically tailored to clinical and translational research, which researchers can tap into and advance their work.
0: That's very fantastic to hear. Uh, Dr. Campbell, could you share a personal experience or highlight a specific resource that has been instrumental to your research? Well, I would tell you, one of my, um, one of my biggest highlights, the biggest personal
1: experience that was, was really uh, instrumental in my research growth was a mentor. Um, and, you know, I can't, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to, to not only be a mentor, but to be a mentee and to be willing to accept and hear the advice. And when they're telling you, yes, you, you don't know what you're talking about on this grant, <laughs> you need to listen to them and, mm-hmm. and, and hear them and, and really make, make, make the changes. So I can't emphasize the mentor-mentee relationship enough.
0: Oh, that's interesting to hear. So at the core of it, we need people, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what the podcast, you know, hopes to achieve in the few episodes we're going to be sharing, stories so about people and those who support them. Um, collaboration and network are definitely crucial elements of successful research. Um, Ms. Holmes, could you speak about the collaborative platforms or, or networks that already exist in Oklahoma to facilitate interdisciplinary partnerships?
2: Sure, um, especially within the OSPTR, like Dr. Campbell just mentioned, uh, mentoring was such a big key. Yeah. We have a, a center of excellence mm-hmm. for mentoring, so we can get people paired up with mentors. Um, we have a lot of different resources available for junior investigators. Um, we help we do grant workshops uh, to help them learn how to write grants. Um, we have a bird core that helps with study design. Um, we have a clinical resources core that we have a whole clinic area where we can uh, see patients. We have nurses and staff to give to you to lend a hand um, to help with IRB submission. Pretty much. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So much, so much. And um, as a off, we need to talk about what our podcast will be about, right? So, to so even explore that, let's talk about some topics we'll to be potentially exploring on the podcast. Um, Dr. Campbell, can you give us some examples of what listeners will be excited about?
1: Yeah, Yeah, should be excited about. Well, yeah, be excited about um, one of the things that we're going to talk about is overcoming research roadblocks, so what are the main challenges to researchers and what they, what they encounter when they're looking for resources, when they're looking for support for their projects, um, how can researchers effectively navigate these challenges and find the right avenues for their research endeavors. Um, are there any specific initiatives and in, in programs in Oklahoma that, that are
2: designed to address these challenges?
0: Oh, certainly, a lot to look out for. Ms. Holmes,
2: uh, the Oklahoma Advantage: What makes Oklahoma a unique hub for clinical and translational research? How the state fostered an environment that encourages innovation and collaboration? Uh, what are some success stories or notable research achievements that have put Oklahoma on the map? So-
0: I think even like. Looking at some key resources that might be available to researchers in Oklahoma for TTL and how can researchers even tap into these resources and make the most of what the state has to offer? And are there some lesser-known resources or opportunities that researchers should be made aware of? You want to speak a little bit about that, Dr. Campbell?
1: Sure. So some things like how important um, is collaboration in the driving successful clinical and translational research. I can tell you it's very important, <laughs> but how important and, and sort of what collaborative platforms we have for Oklahoma and for, to facilitate these interdisciplinary partnerships. And are there specific examples of fruitful collaboration? So we'll bring you some examples of fruitful, impactful collaborations.
0: And last but not the least, um, Mr. Holmes, can you talk a little bit about support for researchers and what they should be expecting of us? Yeah, you know, of course. Talk? We're going to uh,
2: talk about what types of support services are available in Oklahoma, how researchers can access the mentorship and guidance throughout the research journey,
0: and uh, about funding
2: opportunities and grants that are specifically tailored for researchers.
0: Awesome. So we have a lot in store for you all, listeners. And as we embark on this journey together, Our podcast aims to serve as a valuable resource for researchers in Oklahoma. We hope to provide insights, information, and inspiration to navigate the landscape of clinical and transitional research. Join us as we connect with experts and those who support them, explore the success stories, and unlock the potential for groundbreaking discoveries in this field. Together, let's uncover the wealth of resources available and pave the way for innovation and advancements in clinical and transitional research in Oklahoma. I want to say thank you so much, Dr. Campbell and Ms. Holmes, for joining us today and sharing your insights on CTR in Oklahoma. It's been an enlightening conversation. So, everyone, um, join us on the Grow Oklahoma podcast show. It's a biweekly podcast that's an initiative of the Tracking and Evaluation Core of the Oklahoma Shared Clinical and Transitional Research, also known as the OSCTR. And um, this is where we highlight the processes of CTR in Oklahoma and those who support them. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in today on this um, inaugural episode of the Oklahoma podcast show. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and stay connected for future episodes where we continue to explore the world of clinical and transitional research in Oklahoma. Until next time, sign up for our newsletter at the Oklahoma podcast at ouhsc.edu, and I'm going to put that in the show notes to stay up to date. Thank you, ladies, and bye, everyone. (laughs) How was it?